0: On the way back though we took the sleeper train right and i like yeah. i thought it, it would be funny if i booked you a bed in just like a random car with all three chinese other people. chinese people random yeah.
1: snoring Chinese. and people. it's two bunk beds and you're in very intimate quarters for 17 hours oh
0: god <laughs> there was yeah. one time
1: i slept the whole like 17 hour
0: train ride and when i woke up like all the chinese people in my car were like gathered around me because they thought i had died <laughs> Cause I just, like, had it moved. And, like, when I finally
1: moved, like, oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God.
2: Welcome back to Oops! The Podcast.
1: All right, lots to unpack here.
2: I got something for you. Please. Julio,
3: Julio, I don't know
1: where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yep. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it.
2: No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but- yeah. Guys, welcome back to Oops! The Podcast. Julio and Francis here. Here we are! How are you doing, Francis? Hey! hey. Yeah. Um. So, dude, I got one right off the top. I Ooh, to I, like I like that.
1: I like that. Halloween right in. is
2: still in our memories. Uh, I have a funny thing about my building. Okay, so oftentimes they will put candy out in the lobby. I've talked about this before. Um, there was also candy on my floor. There was a little thing of candy on the floor. So, I... um. You know, I took a I took a piece. There's was, it was right next to the elevator. Took I'm a like, piece. Oh god, fuck mm-hmm. it. Um, and I they were nerds. And to be honest, I ate like half of them, and then I'm like, dude, I I like felt nauseous still from just like eating a bunch of candy and shit over the weekend. So I was like, fuck this, I don't even want it. Threw the rest out. And later in the day, I told Hillary. She goes, honey, like as if that candy wasn't for me. And I'm like, oh. well, the, I'm like, well, the candy was out, like. Why would I not touch the candy? Why would I not take some? She's like, those are for the kids. I'm like, "All right, whatever. Later that night, we come into the building. There's candy in the lobby. We walk by the podium. The doorman goes, there's candy. And I went, oh, that's an invitation. Uh huh. So I then take a piece of the candy, put it in my pocket. As we get off on our floor, the candy is still there. I start looking through it and Hillary goes, sweetie, and I go, what the doorman just said? I could take some. She goes, yeah. And I wasn't proud. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. But dude, what ended up happening? Actually, I went back out into the hallway to see what up was up with the candy, and it was gone. <laughs> which I realized it wasn't even <laughs> the building to put the candy out. It was our neighbor.
1: Oh. I was taking the
2: neighbor's candy, uh-huh. which is embarrassing, dude. I'm like, he could probably hear like.
1: Uh huh uh-huh so i was a little embarrassed well well i just don't know <laughs> nothing is sadder than when you buy candy for children to trick-or-treat and then at at the end of the night you go out and barely any of it has been taken that's true i'd rather that it go to somebody
2: right i did it just wasn't a big deal i don't think it was that big of a deal yeah um huh. and she goes you know not she goes you always think every, You think everything's for you i <laughs> no, I don't. That's
1: yeah, funny. I don't know. It's kind of funny. I don't know. That's, that's a lot.
2: I think I said it first. Mm-hmm. I think I said, I don't know why I think everything's for me. <laughs> and then she said, you think everything's for you. And we had a little laugh. She wasn't like scolding me. I don't want it to come off like that. She's know. quite nurturing. We got a special guest just walked in. We the got studio. a special
1: guest. We're going to get him set up. We've got one of the only people on earth who potentially can lay claim to most adventurous traveler in the same way that julio can the only person who could vie for that title and have a a fighting chance and that is of course the wonton don
0: hey how are you it's (laughs) donnie
1: donnie does uh our good pal my good pal um someone that i've traveled near and far with uh i like to call you know what i call him Mm-hmm. Guantanamo Bay. I like that. B-A-E. I love that. <laughs> I yeah. Like I hope it catches on. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. good. to have you, my friend. Thanks for joining us.
0: It's been a while, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Since we've been on the mic together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: That's right. So, um, Donnie has uh, been to some places that you've been to. You've both been we to- We have some overlap. Iraq. Yeah. And there mm-hmm. is a mutual respect, I think, between the two of you as- uh, adventurous travelers who are, going, are willing to put, go outside of your comfort zones um, and, and see what risky places have to offer. Um, I almost want to sort of just sit back and, and, <laughs> and listen to you two chat up uh, about the world at large.
2: Well, let me just first say, I, I don't know that there's much of a comparison. I mean, Donnie has like a, a legendary YouTube channel, um, which, dude, by the way, I got to say, dude, I think you are the best travel content person
0: living. I appreciate that. The uh the views do not reflect it, but um Whatever. Yeah.
2: Doesn't matter. Dude, honestly and I mean that, that and I can substantiate what I'm saying. Like you're cool, which is like really goes a long way. A lot of those videos are like the people are kinda of dorky mm-hmm. and it makes it like not that fun to watch in my opinion. Yeah. Um, you know, good perspective. Um and you're great at covering all the shit that you're doing and you're
0: hilarious. Thank you. Yeah. So are, I really enjoy watching that. There are the some people on YouTube that are like so wholesome that it It starts to get kind of creepy.
2: I agree, dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's super weird to be like, this, like, of the countries I've been to, it's just like, it's really fucking weird.
0: Yeah. And if if there's something you don't love about a country, like, it's fine to say it, you know? Mm -hmm. Obviously, treat the locals that you meet with respect. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, the people want something real, Mm -hmm. not just the, yeah
1: um totally. that's so nice now donnie do you have anything nice to say about julio
0: <laughs> yes we do i there. do
1: it um, is it is this just has to happen
0: i uh started watching his vids i remember i was in the airport in iraq when uh you dropped the trailer for your iraq vid. Uh, yeah and i was like oh damn i hope like he doesn't think i'm copying him because no, no, no. yeah because i didn't know about the series until then but then um i went back and I checked it out. Love the content. You do yes, the video editing yourself as well, right? Yeah. You yeah. do? Too? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty crazy. It is. It's intense. Yeah. Um, so
2: I'm curious about a couple of things with that. So first of all, I've always wondered because I've never, I haven't really talked to a ton of people who do this. Like, do you ever try to think about a world where you don't have to do it yourself? <laughs> and like, yeah. and I know you've worked on some stuff with editors. Like, what does that look like? Not to get too technical. Yeah. I feel like.
0: Just because I've gotten so used to doing it myself that I would want, like, I would want to put the final touches on it. Yeah. Um, but I definitely don't need to be the one that, like, goes through all the footage because that can just take two days. I mean, if I had someone who could just, who could go through, take out all the selects and then I kind of, like, choose what I want to use. Totally. I actually enjoy throwing, like, uh, in the music. That's...
2: Same. Yeah.
0: That can be fun. Agreed.
2: Mm-hmm. It feels nice when you like land something that's sick.
0: You're like, Oh, that's that's dope. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but it can also be rough. Like if you film something and you're like, Oh, that didn't go great, then you, you sort of dread having to watch yourself oh my God, totally. do it all over again. I have a lot
2: yeah. of anxiety the first like thirty percent of that process, which I'm in right now with like something that I'm with my mm-hmm. Afghanistan shit. And it is not fun. No. Not I find at all. myself wanting to do anything but edit. I'm like looking for snacks, I like want to smoke, I wanna drink, like it's a really, like, stressful time. Dude.
0: Yeah. I think uh, what you need <laughs> to get into, because then you don't have to edit, um, is live streaming. Like, travel live streaming. It's wow. what it's what Andy Milanakis does. That's crazy. So he'll just, like, travel to Venice and just be hanging out. And he just has, like, a camera in front of him that you can all just, like, watch him. So when I was in Venice, someone was like, Andy Milanakis is doing a live stream. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Like, I don't know the guy. I'm not going to, like... Ramley go and try to find him. But then I watched his stream and I was like, oh, that's only five minutes from my house. So I just like walked up to him while he was streaming. And then he was super nice. We ended up hanging out for the rest of the day. Sure. We got a romantic water taxi together. <laughs> um, that's cool. And that, I mean, that it seems kind of cool. Cause that's just, I don't, I mean, I don't think you could live stream in Afghanistan. I don't know. Yeah. It, they, yeah. You need a pretty solid. Uh, so theoretically they have,
2: they have, they're supposed to have a good connection. My yeah. shit just like stopped working. They have better connection than Iraq In Iraq. It was like mostly three G I found. I don't yeah. know what your experience was. Um, but there was like a four G in Af- Afghanistan, but for some reason it just wasn't working. And when I got home, I called them cause I was getting charged and they're like, Oh, it was supposed to work. Like you should have called this number. I just like made a stupid assumption that like there's some sanctions thing or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was thinking about that too. It's like, even when there is stuff in those kind of places, it would be hard to live stream in Iraq probably.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I, I have a question for you both. So, Julio recently, as we know, went to Afghanistan, and yeah. he told this incredible story about, you know, basically going to a obligatory dinner, if you will, with the Taliban. And it, it, it to me, rang as probably one of the scarier moments that you've had. Probably. Traveling. Do you have a scariest moment that you can think of pinpoint in all of your travels one where you were like I'm not sure I'm gonna get out of this I've gone I've gone in over my head
0: I've never been like attacked by locals or just like (laughs) been with locals that I feel like they're about to (laughs) jump me or do something bad I feel like all my scary travel stories like I've just gotten into myself by like Like I was in Laos and I jumped off a trampoline on shrooms Um, (laughs) and uh, there was like a safety net around it. And I was like, I'm going to free Willy over this safety net. It's going to be sick. And so I jumped like over the net and then I dove directly into like three feet of water where, you know, if if I had like landed directly on my head, it would have like broken my neck and and probably died. But Mm. most of it went on my back. But I, like, crawled out of it to, like, this bar. They have all these bars along the river. And um, the lady, she saw Like, I was bleeding, banged up. She just handed me a glass of whiskey. Um, And I just remember, like, sitting down drinking the whiskey. And the shrooms were kicking in. And I was like, I think I did just die. (laughs) um, Especially because you look around. You're in, like, a tropical paradise. Everyone's having a blast. And I was like, is this heaven? Fuck. Um, and then, yeah, I fell asleep in that same place. And when I woke up, like everyone had like, almost everyone had left and I was just surrounded by chickens and I was like, all right, I have to get back to town. (laughs) Um,
2: Dude, that's amazing.
0: You fell asleep at the bar? Um, yeah. Just sitting down. I was probably concussed. Jesus. God. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I got the shit beat out of me in China, but like, that was just... I saw a fight happening between, like, six Chinese guys and this one uh, dude from the U.S. who looked like he was 15 years old, and they were just, like, screaming, fuck foreigners, fuck foreigners. Oh and, like, they were uh, – th- this was right outside of a club, so all the bouncers were holding them back. And I, don't, I was hammered at the time, and I just, they were saying, fuck foreigners, and so I just go, no, fuck you, buddy. And the bouncers just let all the guys go, and instead of going after the kid, they all just came – directly at me oh my god When
1: was that um that was
0: before you came to visit um that was (laughs) dude i love that that was one of the reasons i started wearing shades in all my vids because one of the guys punched me directly in the eye and i couldn't even i couldn't even open one of my eyes for like one month and uh, oh my
1: god Holy
0: and shit! And that—that's when I was teaching kindergarten, and I like had to—I had to call up the kindergarten. I was like, "I'm gonna wear shades tomorrow. Is that okay?" And they were like, "They were like, no, that's very creepy." And then like I showed them—I showed them my eye, and they were like, "Oh yeah, wear the shades. Definitely wear the shades." Dude, unbelievable! I think that was like around Christmas time too. So I had to dress up as Santa Claus, and I was just like rocking. Fake Oakleys and a fake beard.
1: Wow. Um, That's amazing. Dude,
2: I have been crushing
0: Muggsy fashion. Oh, my God. It's
1: all you need. It's It's all you need. So good. You can really just crush a head-to-toe Muggsy outfit, and everyone will say, boy, that guy's dateable.
2: (laughs) Dude, and like I have big hips for a guy, dude. And Mm -hmm. a lot of the time, if I wear pants that are not flexible enough, I get sort of like animal ears. Little
1: Dumbo ears. The
2: pockets flop out and it'll be a pair of pants that fits me perfectly otherwise and it's really frustrating. Mm -hmm. With Muggsy, that does not happen. They sort of form to fit your legs, which is really nice.
1: They're very flattering. They look good on you. Everyone's been saying it. Everyone's been saying, my God, what did Julio do differently?
2: (laughs) Dude, it makes me feel like I fit
3: in, dude. Does
1: he have a new haircut? Has he lost weight? Is he making more money? None of the above. (laughs) It's just the jeans from Mugsy. You dirty
2: dog. 30% <laughs> off the entire site at Mugsy.com, by That's the way. That's
1: right, guys. This is when holiday legends are made. This is the time for you to get an incredible deal on Mugsy. Uh, establish, establish yourself as the greatest gift giver in history or treat yourself by heading over to Muggsy.com. That's M U G S Y.com for up to 30% off the entire site. Full of the most comfortable and best-looking jeans, pants, and tops the world has ever seen. Mugsy.com. No code is needed for up to 30% off your entire order with free shipping and free returns if you don't like them. Experience life-changing comfort with Mugsy.
2: Dude, so I have a couple like specific questions for yeah. you. Yeah. First of all, you did a really great video series in Tajikistan. Yes. I think I met you right when you had gotten back from it or something. or or I, I forget specifically. Yeah. But um, I was wondering, did you get food poisoning over there at all?
0: Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, no, I was, I was good. I Do had, you ever get it in places? Y- yeah, I got it in the Philippines and it was the, the worst of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, like people always joke about peeing out your butt, but this was just like a clear liquid. <laughs> this was like just water just pouring out of my ass. Uh, for for hours, and I was I started to get terrified. As I've always I've had very wet shits, but this was not a shit. This was just clear water pouring out of my ass. And so, I had to go to the health clinic, which was a shack. And they go, we need to take a stool sample. So they send me into the bathroom. I like piss shit all like all over this cup, and they had zero toilet paper in the bathroom. So I had to walk (laughs) through the clinic with a shitty asshole and been like, here's your sample. Next time, put fucking toilet paper in the bathroom. Um, But uh, yeah, that was uh, E. coli. So that was actually very dangerous. Oh my God, dude.
1: That's what that was? That's the
0: hardest Francis has ever laughed. Oh my God, God,
1: dude.
2: Francis TKO'd, dude. Um, Damn, dude. E. coli. Yes. So is that like, (laughs) is the clear situation an indication of E. coli?
0: Uh, it's an indication that something's really wrong with you. Um, it could be E. coli. And I don't know. I, I got like a shitty burger at a uh, cockfight, but I don't think it was the meat of the burger. I think it was the lettuce on the burger. Lettuce was washed with lettuce fever.
2: So, dude, that's the thing that sucks too is when you're in a situation like that where you don't want to be rude yeah. and people are like making food for you and shit. You just like have to potentially take the L. Obviously, E. coli you don't want to get, but like... Okay, so how long were you sick for, though, within Um, that
0: case? For probably like three days, two days, yeah.
2: Yeah, if it's like past a day and a half, like I would start being really worried too, potentially. Yeah. Because I'm used to like the... It happens to me... It's been happening to me almost every time I travel to a place that is in Europe. Yeah. Like I'm just getting sick pretty much every Mm -hmm. single time. And it's always around the same time, like towards the end of the trip, whatever. Uh, But it's usually like intense 12 hours... And then like a not so intense six hours, and then I'm good. Okay, but like whatever.
0: I know like uh, traveling to India, which is a place I, d- I really want to go. Like you just aren't supposed to eat the street food at all. Yeah. they, they kind of they tell you to only eat at five star right restaurants. But what's the fun in that?
2: Agreed. Uh, Afghanistan, uh, same type of deal. Like same sort of like southern South Asia scouting report. Uh, as far as all that shit goes, I don't know.
0: How did you first get the bug or the urge to travel to these really exotic countries that most people would never think of traveling to.
2: Yeah, dude. I think like, well, it's like it's, it's progressed over time. Like I traveled by myself in college one time and like really was like, oh, this is sick. Yeah. And then just sort of like didn't have enough money to do it for like a decade, but we kind of like dream of it, but it wasn't like present. I went and did a comedy festival in Rwanda in like 2017, I think. And I made a video. Yeah, and you know there were a lot of hiccups. I'd never done it before, so like I ended up with only a really short thing. But that like did fairly well for me, like as far as my stuff goes. And then from there, I was like, oh, this is sick, and this is validating that this did well. I want to try to do more of it. Nice. So that's sort of been. What about for
0: you? Um, when was so I actually went abroad to Botswana oh, wow. in college. And, <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, and uh, we did <laughs> these. Amazing. We did these three different homestays like over the course of the semester and the last homestay was kind of just in this uh hut um in the middle of nowhere and my friend's homestay family was just a 22 year old dude who smoked a bunch of weed so like (laughs) we would always go over to his hut and and play cards and drink and smoke weed and like that's when it dawned on me like even the most exotic places people are people and like and then so yeah i wanted to keep on exploring like That got me to the point where I wasn't terrified of going someplace where you're just completely a fish out of water. Totally, dude.
2: And I think that's like, it's a fun sort of thing to experience and Mm -hmm. to just, I don't know, it makes things not seem as scary in general, having that
0: where you're like, oh, like, I don't know. Um, I think a solid vid for you guys to do, Francis in particular, is Uganda used to have a, Lacrosse team. I don't know mm. if they still do, but if you just like showed up and like coached their team for a week, yeah. you know, yeah, <laughs> that's sick. That would be bad. That's a really good idea. Uganda
1: is right next to Rwanda. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. And I was reading the when we went to Rwanda, we were there for our honeymoon, and yeah, um, I was reading a little bit of the sort of history of the genocide, and you know that there was so much, like a lot of people fled to Uganda. So Uganda, and then back then, what was Zaire? Congo. The Congo, um, and Rwanda, all there's a lot of sort of overlap and blending of populations and stuff like that in those three countries. And I like that part of Africa. I think it's really, really interesting. Yeah. It looks incredible. Yeah.
2: How did you find a Botswana? Like, did your school, where'd you go to school?
0: Um, I went to Tufts. Uh, oh, cool. But it, it was not a program through them. Got it. It was um, just some other program that you could still get college right. credit to. Cool. It wasn't like, it wasn't great because the program was only 10 kids. So if you didn't love those kids, you yeah. were kind of stuck with them, mm-hmm. shit out of luck. But no, it was fine. I made some friends. Cool.
1: You know the, yeah. Um Speaking really quickly about the, uh, not feeling like you can turn down food that's been offered to you. When Donnie and I were in China for together, he has this aunt over there who was his cleaning lady. Yes. Um, who became like his literally
0: your aunt. No, but that's what, that's what they call cleaning ladies there. Got it. Yeah. What was her name again? Who IE? Ye? Um, yeah, so I had Who IE. You actually went to Gao IEs. Oh,
1: uh, Gao's. IE.
0: I had Who <laughs> IE, who became like almost to Hollywood, and she would be in like all my vids, and she was just craving the spotlight, but uh-huh. then like stopped actually cleaning. But Gao IE never lost sight of Stay that. Are course. you sure yeah, it was Gao that we. Yeah, but okay. yeah. I mean, but I mean, a lot of people in the vids, like, they probably just assume it's all the same IE.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we went, we went there and she um, was going to cook dinner for us. And a bunch of her relatives were there. Her son, yep. who is a, he delivers water mm-hmm. uh, in big jugs. Imagine, you know, the big Poland spring jugs that go into a water uh, filter, uh, cooler. Yeah. So that's what he does for a living. And they lived in, I don't even know what you would call it, a, a, a shack.
0: Yeah, of sorts. But
1: well, there was no was, fixed roof. I it mean, was homey, though. But no, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was weird.
0: It was kind of like a shack, but it was in one of the nicest parts of Shanghai. But then you just went down one of the alleyways, and there was, yeah, yeah. just like shack.
1: I mean, it was certainly, the whole home was smaller than this room. Wow. Um, and we we went to a wet market first to mm-hmm. shop for the food. And this is exactly where COVID Orig- the type of this place fr- from yeah, which yeah, yes. COVID originated. And um, we were shopping around. And she's getting all the stuff to cook this dinner. And then we went back and we were kind of just chilling and helping out, you know, shucking some corn or something. I don't know what we were doing. <laughs> but she cooked up this feast and we then sat on the bed and converted the bed or something into a table.
0: Yep. Yep. Our- or maybe put like a board over the water coolers. That's remember? right. Yeah. All the
1: water coolers, and then put a board over that, and use that as the table, and then sat on the bed, and then had a couple of chairs around it. And then her son was in- obsessed with us getting drunk, as most Chinese people are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and was making us drink Bud Heavy Forties. Oh my God. Bud Heavy Forties is what we were drinking,
0: and some baijiu.
1: That yeah. was the bad part. Oh, disgusting. Is that like rice wine or something. Yeah, super but it's super strong.
0: It's so bad. It's weird like sake and sochu are rice wine too. They're amazing. And yeah, they taste so good. I don't know. China couldn't really figure it out. But I think it is the most alcoholic version. Interesting.
1: So, yeah. So we're we're getting banged up um and, and you know, she cooked a feast for us. I mean, there were seven or eight different dishes and huge quantities of it. And it was all so good, but I was very wary of the of the yeah. salad she made.
2: Yeah, dude. That'll, that's what will get you.
1: And I didn't eat it. And yeah. I always worried I'd been so rude not to have.
0: No, I think that was smart, probably.
1: Yeah. Do you think she's aware of our Western fear of that?
0: Um. No. Well, like salads, cold salads in China are really rare. So I think the only reason she prepared it is because she's like, oh, I have some... Westerners coming over, they might they like want solid. this. Which
1: makes me feel even worse.
0: Yeah. It's fine.
1: But that was quite that was a very uh Chinese experience. That was probably the most Chinese experience we had. Yes. I would say.
0: For sure. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that was more Chinese than going to IKEA or the statue of <laughs> Stefan Marbury. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, but that was cool. We did that and, uh, we were getting pretty drunk on those 40s cause he would, and then he would take a huge swig and then hand it to me and then make fun of me if I didn't swig for as long as I he like had. That. I like that. Yeah.
2: A couple of lads getting into it. Yeah. Um, dude, I have I don't think I've seen his videos that you're in. I'll, I gotta find. I'll have those.
1: to. Some of them are those. really good. I gotta yeah, see those. Yeah. The, they came out good. Um, I've
2: seen. Obviously, your China shit's legendary. I've seen it. Yes.
0: And 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 we had a friend helping us out there. Um, mm-hmm. I was friends with a really good camera guy there. so yeah. he, he helped us out a bunch. Huge. Um, yeah. You just go on YouTube. Franny does China, but I might uh, post some of them on my new channel now. Yeah. Sick.
1: We took uh we took the bullet train from Shanghai up to Beijing, and it, I mean it was uh don't know five hour train ride. And yeah. we were going, I don't know, two hundred and fifty, three hundred miles an hour is insane. Jesus. I'm not sure exactly what it was. On the either. way back
0: though, we took the sleeper train, right? And I like yeah. I thought it it would be funny if I booked you a bed in just like a random car with, with all three Chinese. Three other Chinese people.
1: people. Random yeah. snoring Chinese and people. And it's two bunk beds and you're in very intimate quarters for seventeen hours. Oh God. <laughs> I, I sleep
0: so well on those though. Like something about the sound of the train, they just oh, yeah, put me to bed. There there was yeah. one time I slept the whole like 17-hour train ride and when <laughs> I woke up like all the Chinese people in my car were like gathered around me cuz they thought I had died. <laughs> cuz I just like hadn't moved. And they and like when I finally moved they're like oh thank god. <laughs> <laughs> thank god. Uh- you're in a coma. Yeah. I just like hadn't slept for oh my God. a day or two.
1: My bird dog's pants are my favorite pants I've ever worn.
2: Oh, to bird dogs.
1: They're warm and they're stretchy, comfy and nice. The built-in <laughs> underwear liner. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh... Nice would have been nice
1: wish i could have ended with nice
2: well dude think about this uh when you've thrown up thrice
1: on the golf course <laughs> yeah i was i was throwing up on the golf course and i was wearing my bird dogs and i'll tell you what that bending over oh, yeah. sort of stomach heave full body convulsion was absolutely as comfortable as it could have been thanks to the built-in underwear liner of my bird dog's pants
2: francis is a very conventional throw-up sound in case anybody was wondering. Sometimes mm. that can be a wild card.
1: Yeah, I said to Julia, I was like, I have a video of this. You wouldn't want to see it, right? And he was like, it might be something I'd be interested in. <laughs> it's so strange. We are strange folk. Dude, I remember one
2: time a family member of of mine was like sick on Christmas and my cousin heard them throwing up. And he was like, dude, what is that? He's like, it sounds like somebody's sawing wood. <laughs> <laughs> like,
3: that's not a good throw up sound. No,
1: I'm not, yeah. Well, either way, uh, Bird Dog's Pants, guys, that is the pant for fall, for winter, for spring. The shorts are amazing. Everything they make over there, their joggers, it's all just top-notch. Phenomenal. Top-notch. It's all you would need to wear. Uh, We've loved them for so long. And if you're not on board yet, you really should be, guys. We really, we, we, we mean it. And right now you can use promo code oopsie o o p s i e get over to birddogs.com pick out some nice stuff for yourself to wear that's promo code oopsie birddogs.com
0: Are there some places where you wouldn't go? Cuz like I when I heard you went to Afghanistan I was like shocked cuz I just didn't know that was even an option. Right, right. Yeah.
2: Um yeah, there are, there are like honestly more it more just like breaks down to like a logistics thing like if there's a place where I need like private security, it's yeah. just, I just don't think I
0: can afford it. You know what I mean? Somalia, I hear is that was extremely like extremely dangerous. I was
2: planning Somalia. Yeah, we are, we have a person who listens to the pod who like used to be in politics there. She was like super helpful, but oh, wow. you, it's basically like you need to have private security. Yeah. So, and even though it's visa on arrival, like you need an invitation, and I think that your like tour group has the private security too. It's just like super expensive. It's like thousands of dollars a day, and I'm like, that's gonna suck. You yeah. Know what I mean? And I know you can do like Somali land, but that like doesn't really count. It's sort of like Kurdistan to Iraq. Didn't you, oh, did you Did okay, you go to yeah. Kurdistan?
0: Uh no, we didn't have. I'd time. like to. Yeah, it seems sick. It was funny when we were. Um, so first we were in Turkey filming around, and um, we, I was with John Kelly, and then this guy Tom who just loves to uh, loves to travel, loves to plan things out. So I was like, "You're welcome to come along." So he was with us for the whole trip, and he had booked a flight to Iraq, and his sister back home like found out he was going a day before and like completely freaked out and 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 called him up and like made him cancel his whole oh my trip. god wow yeah which yeah. like sucks for him because then you when you like watch the vids you're like oh this does not seem bad at all it is yeah. Yeah. so
2: like the I, i'm actually sh- blown away by how much the like concept like how people conceive what it's like gonna be like or perceive sorry what it's gonna be like versus what it's actually like. Yeah. Like, how different those two things are is, like, truly fascinating and mind-blowing to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I get that, like, and as you know, like, driving around is, like, would be annoying if you did it solo because of the, like, security people just wouldn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. But everybody's super nice, even those guys, you know? And you were in southern Iraq mostly, right? Yeah. Like, you went, for, you went to the marshes? Yes. Okay, yeah. So, like, dude, it's, like, not an intimidating trip. I would bring my girlfriend. hmm You know? Afghanistan is not like that. But... It's just like it's still like fine, but like definitely much more intense.
3: Yeah.
1: Than Iraq.
2: Iraq's like, oh, this is like you can like go to Starbucks basically not actually, but you know what I mean? Coffee shops, all the shit.
1: What's um what's your holy grail trip?
0: Ooh. I don't know. It would be kinda of cool to go down to Peru and do ayahuasca. Mm. <laughs> but I don't know if I would wanna like film that. I it like it's a very like personal experience for people, like kind mm-hmm. of but It'd probably be very interesting content. I don't know if that's my holy grail though. I'd have to put some more thought into that. I mean, I've been trying to go to India for a while. Um, they have this event there called the Rural Olympics. Um, and it's just uh <laughs> in the Indian countryside and people are competing in like the craziest sports ever. They have like tractor racing, bowl races, like um Kabaddi, which is like a professional tag. Um, Dude, how but- do you
2: find the shit? Like, that's one of the things I, I really love about your work is like, there's you find like the funniest shit to do. Like, how much time do you spend looking for stuff like that?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of these things are, I'll just hear things over the years and I'll, I'll definitely always keep them in mind being like, I got to do that at some point. Um, but no, it's it's pretty. Just once I know where I'm going, I you, you kind of just search like weird right. India, like strange, strange, off the beaten path, and you can usually find some things.
2: Dude, your Buscaci video is like maybe the funniest thing I've ever seen.
0: Yes, that was Th- with that was the awesome. selfie cam, like
2: yeah. r- escaping everybody. I was like, this is amazing. What
1: I don't know if I've seen that one. <laughs> Buscaci is
0: headless goat polo. Oh but
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I did see that.
0: It's hilarious. Like I went there just to film that vid, but then like the most popular vids ended up being any vid I filmed with my guy Jamal. So I got really lucky. I just had a guy that was hilarious and yeah. loved being on camera. Um I'm trying to bring him to the US. Like amazing. I feel like that would be a cool change of pace from all the travel series if you could bring someone like him who's hilarious, who it's always been his dream to go to the US, but He's he's never been able to, and just like show him around for two weeks and stuff. It's amazing, yeah,
2: um, yeah. So you, did, you guys did the Pamir Highway.
0: It looked like right. Uh yes, I believe Damn, so.
2: That was sick, dude. What a cool. So like, like incredible mountains, incredible nature. Like right situation. Yeah, effectively,
0: it it was really beautiful. I felt like Jamal just like drove us twelve hours there. <laughs> And then drove us back. Like uh, we didn't like do anything there, but the scenery was incredible, phenomenal. Mm. Right. Cool. Yeah.
2: Um, so, what's next for you?
0: Um, the World Cup. Sick. The Qatar World Cup. Uh, just found someone to secure Jack Daniels for me on the ground there. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah. The World Cup is going to be a, a really stressful trip because normally I film and then you know I'll. I'll put the videos out a month or two later, but you want to put out these vids while right it's away. going on. So it's relevant. Know. So it'll be like probably filming. And then later in the day, trying to edit. Wow. Stuff like you need going to do it. Um, I, I will be with one camera guy who will hopefully be helping out. Yeah. Who are you taking? But Michelangelo. Oh, nice. I've, I've never filmed with him in the yeah. past. Nice. But yeah. That's sick.
1: Um, okay. Let me ask you this. Yeah what country's cuisine is your favorite?
0: I would say Japanese. Um, just like when, when you're traveling, like not here uh, in the US, but I would say the, like, the most fun I've had eating in a foreign country has been in Japan.
1: And what were the things that were so good there?
0: Um, pretty much everything. Um, like even if you go into a 7-Eleven, like all the snacks, they have sushi in the 7-Eleven that wow. is probably better than the sushi you can get on this block. Um, the uh, the steak there is incredible. And then the weirdest thing I ate that ended up being delicious uh, was raw horse.
2: Mm. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. That's crazy.
0: Would you eat that? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah.
2: Especially from Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's you know like what I mean?
0: a delicacy there. Yeah. And then- Thailand just like all the food is so cheap and so delicious. Mm-hmm. and flavorful. How about you? Um dude. man, I don't know
1: who you're talking to cuz Well, you're no, sunglasses. I was going to say <laughs>
0: cuz like Francis, you've you've mm-hmm. done your fair share of traveling. Yeah, I have yeah.
1: nothing like you two, though. But um, um what about you, G?
2: Man, I dude, I don't really know. I like I have to think about it for I really love like Middle Eastern food. Like Lebanon had like amazing food. Um that, like, whole area, it's, it's really hard to say, dude. And obviously, Europe. I've never been to Japan. I'm sure Japan yeah. would be up there. Um, Are you Italian? Yeah.
0: Have so, you spent a lot of time there? Yeah. I've gone, like, a bunch.
2: And it's funny, this, this year was the first time I ever went for something that wasn't just chilling with family. Mm-hmm. So the way that everybody tells these stories about Italy, and, like, I'm just, like, used to going to the town that, like, my, my grandparents lived in and just, like, chilling there and not doing much. Yeah. Still, obviously, eating amazing food. All, like... You know, every single person cooks amazing. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, there'll be a lady with no teeth who, like, makes the best food you've ever eaten. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I
0: Yeah. Know. I loved all the food there except for in Venice. I didn't think, because oh, I just think there's so many tourists there that a lot of the places just cater and serve the most basic stuff. Yeah. And, like, they're known for their seafood, but their seafood is, like, the sardines, cuttlefish, mm-hmm. um, anchovies, and things like that. Mm. But um No good. Yeah, I mean, but I'm not. I'm not really complaining. I've mm-hmm. I've eaten yeah. a lot of grosser stuff. Uh, yeah. Have you ever heard of the sport Calcio Storico? Or no? I've,
1: I've seen, seen there was a Netflix. It's the MMA meets rugby. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Of, there was a Netflix doc that did an episode on it. Yeah, that I watched recently. Yeah. Yes, it's pretty brutal. So what is yeah. it exactly?
0: Um, so they play it once a year in Florence, and I guess they. have been playing it since the 1500s Wow! and the teams are based on the neighborhood of the city that you're from so uh, that's really cool aspect to like these people you've known your whole life yeah um and then just like in soccer you you have to get the ball into the uh the opposing team's net you can use your hands and your feet but then you can also you can punch people in the face (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you you can kick them you can choke them That's amazing mm-hmm. it's um and so like yeah and it's fucking 27 nuts. on 27 and so oh, the, it's normally there's just like a few people focused on the ball the rest of the people are focused on just beating the shit out of the player across from them mm-hmm. dude that's fucking crazy. um yeah it, it was probably the most vicious thing i've ever seen that's which
1: it yeah it really hurt right
0: uh, yeah. I saw people bare afterwards. Knuckle. <laughs> yeah. fucked Bare knuckles. Yeah. It's and they're like,
1: ripped. Like they're in MMA fighting shape. They train all the time. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. It's, it's one of the craziest things I've seen. And you would think like that would be in a more <laughs> exotic country than Italy. But, totally. Yeah. yeah.
2: So that's the thing too, man. Like there's always good shit to uncover that like you've never heard of or people have never heard of. And it's like endless. So to me, sometimes it can be overwhelming. Like I have a question for you. Like when you go and shoot this stuff, like- To what degree are you, like, trying to, like, fully plan it in advance versus obviously knowing you're going to pick stuff up, like, while you're there? So that's, like, the first part of the question. So I guess Um, I'll let you...
0: If if I'm doing it as, like, a series, I try to at least, like, have the ideas down. Like, okay, this could be a video. This could be a video. And kind of map it out like that. And then... Whatever else you get is bonus, and sometimes something completely different comes up. But I, le- I, like, I like to map it out so I know I'll at least have those vids.
2: Right, right. Yeah, that's, like, I guess similar to what I do. Um, what about, okay, while you're, like, how, to what degree are you just, like, trying to roll as much as possible, like, with the camera?
0: I, I try to roll a lot. Um, and, yeah, it's always a pain in the ass when, like, afterwards you're like, why did Dude. I... Roll so much <laughs> I know <laughs> it's um, yeah you, you kind of I think it's actually better just to pick your punches a little bit, but um, yeah, I just like if something rant random comes up, I'll just i'll try. it it also depends like if I have a camera guy, I have like my own personal s- small camera, so I don't have to mm-hmm. keep on like telling him, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, film get that, that, get that. film this, film that yeah. so like that helps a lot just to have your own thing if you see something cool
2: totally. And the iPhone can shoot in Pro, the new iPhone can shoot in ProRes too. Yeah. Which is crazy. It's hard to match up after, kind of, which is annoying, but like, whatever. It's pretty good. Um, Dude, Hill Dog's away right now. She's she's at like a work event or whatever. She's gone for a couple of days. I've been lonely and I'm happy that I have my Oops Beans to keep me company.
1: Ooh, that's a nice little taste of home. Something to remind you of her.
2: Totally. It, it,
1: It immediately,
2: like the second I taste it, I taste her.
1: Wow, if that makes sense. And I don't going. mean that in a weird way. Keep going. I mean, yeah. like
2: the taste—it triggers me to the taste of her Home. essence.
1: brings her brings you <laughs> right back to you with every gulp.
2: Taste your taste the one you love. Yeah,
1: that's. <laughs> that's <what I'm> <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Home um, in every sip. Yeah, no, there, I, I I don't think there's another drink other than coffee that would sort of uh, conjure feelings of and memories. You know what I mean? It's true because it's got such a wonderful aroma. I got the smell of the Oops Beans in the morning. Our Oops Beans patented blend from, I'm not sure if it's patented, from uh, Brooklyn Roasting Company, guys, is truly the Top scent notch. and the taste of home or the, that loved one in your life who Absolutely. is gone for a couple of days. We love our coffee, mm-hmm. coffee uh, from Brooklyn Roasting. Such an awesome roastery. Uh, go to brooklynroasting.com. Use promo code Beans. Get yourself some Oops Beans. That's 5% off. BrooklynRoasting.com, promo code oops Beans. To
2: clarify, the discount is good for all of their products, not just our Oops Beans. Mm-hmm. Uh, but please do get our Oops Beans. But get whatever you want. You're going to love it.
1: You had a really interesting experience recently. You've been, you've been in and out of China for so long. That's sort of been your home away from home. Yes. For the better part of a decade, probably. Um, and with COVID you finally said, I'm not sure that this is a place I should be anymore?
0: Um. Yeah, but I had actually left China right before COVID. Just I came home for the holidays. And then while I was in the US, COVID got really bad over there. And then it spread here. And then they closed the borders. And so I didn't even have the option of going back. Um. But I, I was planning on leaving. like I was probably going to leave in the fall, but I ended up uh, just having to leave around Christmas because I wasn't allowed back. Um, and and,
1: and didn't, yeah. you, didn't you realize, though, that things were getting a little less welcoming to Americans, to foreigners?
0: Yes. They, they were kind of just like looking for excuses to kick foreigners out. Um, so they would do these random drug tests where at like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. in a club, they would like close the doors, and the cops would come in and make all the foreigners pee in a cup Oh, my God. Or um, uh, every once in a while, they would come in and just, like, shave a patch of, of your hair off.
2: or oh, to, like, test the follicles? Yeah,
0: to, like, Jesus. test that. And then, like, if you test a positive for weed, you uh, were either kicked out of the country or you could do two weeks in jail or something.
1: It's so yeah. weird. We When we were there, and we were there in 2018, probably, or yes. 17 or something, 18, maybe, Um. You you had a couple friends who were expats, yes, and you guys were like would rove around and we'd have a lot of fun and went to some bars and
0: oh yeah my my first five years like the most fun of my life I'd say yeah
1: and we were you know crazy. they were showing me after he and I had finished our basically our our six days of shooting we we had one night to go out with all these guys and, and it was really fun and they were all just normal Americans some of them spoke really good Mandarin, um. And at one point we were just walking out in the street and one of them lit up a joint. Yeah. And I was like, what? How on earth is that possible? And you said that weed was so rare that the police didn't know it when they saw it.
2: That's crazy.
0: Yeah. Like we used to smoke in cabs on the way home. And if they said anything, you'd just be like, uh, it's an American cigarette. And they'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, And they just like, it it was so, it was so foreign that you were safe. I remember we were smoking it outside and, um, clearly that changed.
0: Yes, that did change. I'm sure one of the, one of the kids you were with did get kicked out for
1: weed. (laughs) Is that right?
0: Yeah. I don't know if it was the The red haired guy. Um, no, the red haired kid actually just went back to China. Oh wow. He got a job there. Jeez. We were like, are you sure you want to do that? Like you you smoke a lot of weed and he was like no (laughs) and he was like i think that's why i want to do it because i'll be forced to not smoke a bunch of weed if Uh i go back but um yeah i mean i'm still not allowed to travel to china but um if you get like a job there you can get a permit
2: Mm. so you specifically or just um no just like um
0: it's close to yeah tourists in general aren't allowed to go do Um, you miss it at all Uh, yeah, I do just cause like I never got to say goodbye. Yeah. Um, it was just like, boom, you're not coming back. Crazy. Um, so if they did reopen the borders, like I'd I'd love to go back for two weeks or something like that. Um, but I don't plan to move back there Mm -hmm. full time.
3: Hmm.
0: I did think of a really fun series that could be my Holy grail. If you, (laughs) it's called Marco Polo. And you retrace Marco Polo's journey from <laughs> Venice, Italy uh-huh. to Beijing. Uh-huh. Oh, that's sick. That's you cool. Would probably, you, you probably have stuff? to go through like Afghanistan. Would yeah. you
1: be on a boat? Would you do it on a boat?
0: Uh, he did it, his first trip, he did it uh, through land. So I'd have oh, to wow. go like over land.
3: Cool. Um,
2: I wonder, Iran. do you think Iran's in that too?
0: Um, yeah, but you could probably avoid it if you wanted it if to. If you wanted it to. Would you want to go to Iran? Like, are we allowed to go there? Or? Yeah,
2: I would. Um, I believe so. It, it's annoying as an American. Like, you need to you need to be on, like, some kind of tour.
0: Yeah. But it's
2: not the same as, like, a North Korea tour. Yeah. Like, I think there's, like, flexibility. And I think that, like, besides, obviously, like, the political, a lot of the political unrest and, like, sort of cultural differences, um, I think it's, like, supposed to be an incredible trip. Yeah. No, and, you know. supposed
0: to be. A beautiful country, beautiful,
2: rich, like culture. Obviously, all sorts of amazing food. Like, mm. um, I would definitely do that. Um, I think, like, I would like to go to Antarctica.
0: Yes, the uh, someone was telling me that, like, in the south of Argentina, they have like a ferry that goes to Antarctica, and you can ski for the day. What? I, I was like, I don't know. It, it, it sounded it sounded crazy to me. I haven't I don't know looked into that. it, That's but wild. I was like, I didn't think they had a ski resort on antarctica i feel like that's sick if they do i would have known that
2: so like i've heard something similar but just that if you go to argentina and try to bargain you can get a much better deal on the barges that'll take you there basically yeah um but i've also heard that it's like the most treacherous journey like you'll ever take by sea in your life and like you are going to get sick like for sure basically so like these friends of mine i know are going uh and they're paying like a ridiculous amount of money to go yeah but like they're going to be monitored by doctors and have ivs like that's like how bad jeez it is supposedly wow. and i don't know if i can if how much i would like want to put up with that
1: that's a nightmare
2: especially knowing that you have to come back
0: yeah that's i didn't know it was that brutal i thought if he like went in the summer maybe it was calmer but maybe you know probably- you could be right
2: I, I, don't, I don't i don't know much about it which is probably why it's so exciting the idea of it mm. um but that could be sick
0: that that'd be awesome I mean, I just South America in general is such a cool area that I haven't really explored at all.
2: There's nothing more chill than smoking dad grass. Nothing.
1: I've tried to think of things like sipping a pina colada on a beach, <laughs> and it turns out still less chill than smoking some dad grass.
2: Yeah, blazing is chill, but being extremely paranoid is not. Not chill. Insert Dadgrass, solving the problem.
1: Bingo. Here's the rescue. Dadgrass. Grass.
2: hundred percent, dude. Dadgrass is legal, organic hemp, relaxes your body and mellows your mind. Dadgrass CBD products are made with 100% organic hemp. It's easy to dose and the effects come on smooth. They have a bunch of other products too, including the tincture, which I swear by. Enjoy the effects of CBD while keeping a clear head. All Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 18 and over, and it ships right to your door anywhere in the US. Go to dadgrass.com slash oops to check out all the products. Whether you're looking for a new buzz or a chill way to enjoy an old favorite, Daggrass will leave you in a euphoric mood. Right now, Daggrass is offering our listeners 20% off of your first order when you go to dagrass.com slash oops. Go to dagrascom slash oops for 20% off your first order. That's dagrass.com slash oops. Ryan, note to add this to the last read, I'm going to say one thing right now. Okay. Um, all Dagrass products are federally legal for ages 18 and over, and it ships right to your door anywhere in the US.
1: Um, what a uh- now that you're here, do you find that your lust for travel has diminished or is it stronger?
0: Um I think it's about the same right now. It's hmm. nice having like it's nice knowing I can come back here and, you know, be hanging out for one or two months and then do another trip. Um I think it's more like thinking down the line like if in five years say if I'm married or have a kid like Aren't you engaged? I, can, I am engaged, but I'm oh. not I'm not married yet. But yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. I think I will be married. I don't know if in I'll five years have if a I'm kid. married. <laughs> yes. I don't know if we'll have a kid. But uh yeah, I mean that could be a little exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um I also I mean we have kids in the office that have never left the country. I feel like it'd be really fun to take a few of them like totally. outside of the country just for five days yeah i brought uh nick to tijuana that was his first time leaving the country oh, really? really yeah It's amazing Did he, have he was time? pretty scared but yeah he ended up having yeah. a good time but i don't know when you just have never left the country you're just like you got it yeah and tijuana is not like i guess you kind of have a little bit of a reason to be scared yeah. of Tijuana, but no as long as you're smart like i found if you don't go looking for trouble then most of the time you can Avoid trouble. Agreed. Mm. I agree with that Mm. for sure.
2: Famous last words, but um, I've always thought that that the idea of that is funny. Like, I had a a friend who I was thinking about doing this to. I don't think he's ever left the country. Just, like, not telling him where we're going. Yes. And bringing him somewhere, like, insane for a person who's never left the country. Like, bringing him to Iraq, for example. Like, that was, like, I sort of had that idea before I was like, fuck it. But, like, that's an... He wouldn't even know where the fuck we're going. If we're flying into Basra, like, he doesn't know where Basra is. Yeah. You know what I
0: mean? So, it would actually be an easy thing to, like
2: execute potentially it's kind
0: of funny yeah he wouldn't have, <laughs> you have no time to get idea. scared or anything like that right mm. and then by yeah. the time
2: we're there it's like all right but then i also kind of worry about bringing about doing that to someone because a it's like kind of mean <laughs> <Is it> like <laughs> b like are they gonna be as good as you hoped in the video like are they gonna like overstep and not know how to behave or are they gonna be all like scared i don't know i guess it's funny either way but
0: yeah i don't know yeah, I don't know. Maybe someday Barstool will do their own version of The Amazing Race. Because like now we're just trying to pump out all these reality shows. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's we actually auditioned for The Amazing Race. <laughs> you, guys, you guys would be solid We on really it. did. We auditioned for it with a casting director. I know,
2: which is kind
0: of odd.
1: And we never heard back from yeah, her. Yeah, that's
2: true. We didn't get past the first appointment.
0: Damn. Yeah. Yeah, there was uh, a Harvard guy in China that was on the yeah
1: Ryan Burke. Ryan Burke. He yeah. he, he
0: was on the Chinese Amazing Race. Yeah, I think. yeah.
1: he's a lunatic. <laughs> he <laughs> is Absolute a lunatic. lunatic.
0: I like him now. The first time I met him, like he's very intense, but mm. he's a good guy. He's
1: very hyperactive.
0: Yes, I yeah. love it. I love it. Dude. Yeah.
2: Um. Okay. Real quick, before we wrap it up, you had said that you had a good Halloween story.
0: Oh, it's not a good halloween story but it's kind of just an unfortunate one. I'd love to hear it. Um well I just I don't know if you saw that meme but it was the guy he was had like was handing out crab rangoons instead of candy and I just like had a couple leftover crab rangoons like in my <laughs> fridge so I was like all right the next trick or treaters that come I'm going to say do you want candy or crab rangoons? And so like I opened the door and I'm like candy or crab rangoons and then I realized the kids were asian and um oh. and they probably just thought i was trying to be like a racist asshole. Oh my god. They didn't have like a super negative reaction to it but then like i felt bad about it. My fiance was horrified. She's like you <laughs> just offered those asian kids crab rangoons. Were they co- were they in costume or you yeah. just like, didn't think twice? You couldn't see their faces or Um yeah, they were like wearing a mask so like at first i I couldn't, I couldn't tell and then i realized They did the
2: big reveal. Yeah.
0: Dude. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry dude <laughs> Hoping not... they didn't hear me You meant yeah. well dude <laughs> Yes I did I meant well You meant well Love it um, Well right, that's dude.
1: Donnie does everybody um, Thank you so much For joining us dude, today Great to have you on be yeah. fun to see The two of you Travel somewhere together yeah, one I think. Of these days I'm fun, open to yeah. it for yeah. sure yeah, yeah. That'd, That'd be cool. um,
0: Yeah Cause if you Cause you usually pay For like all All the trips yourself Right Yeah Yeah Well now that you're Working for Barstool if yeah. Like If we could ever get a joint trip approved you wouldn't have to pay for it which would be fucking nice. amazing yeah. Yep. Nice. yeah unreal
1: um check out donnie does yeah. on his youtube channel uh he's he's really got some hits go back and watch the shark night series that's probably my favorite thing i've ever seen from you yeah the roger federer so look-alike video <laughs> did yeah, you watch it like, that? Yeah, I sent, I sent you that i sent that to julio the other day yeah. um awesome thanks for joining us pal
2: okay why don't we do an email real quick yeah uh, good an email on, man, man uh you guys definitely check out his stuff i really like he's an inspiration to me um it's you know even talking in the same conversation as him as if we're equals is like absurd to me because we're not first of all we're not and secondly
1: i think you're selling yourself short again
2: maybe but like dude he just has such a body of work he's such a substantial footprint i mean he is the gold standard in my opinion so
1: high praise check him
2: out he really is good okay so this is this is a stand stand stand-up question Okay. And this question is so obvious to me and you, but I realize that people maybe don't know this stuff. So I think that this is a good thing for us to tackle. So this is a question. I hope this isn't like asking a magician to reveal his secrets, but I'm interested in hearing both of your experience with reusing material at different live shows. I imagine it's impossible to come up with new material for every show. So how do you manage to fill up multiple shows in a weekend? Is there ever concern that fans who come to multiple shows will hear the same jokes? Do you reuse material more often when you travel to other cities under the assumption that fans didn't see your set prior to the weekend? Thanks for your insights. Become very interested uh, in the work that goes into stand-up comedy to appreciate your skill and wit uh, that comics like you guys possess. Would love to see a show out in Chicago if you guys have plans to stop by November 26th. Um, okay.
1: Yeah, we reuse material all, um, the, time. all the time. You have to. Uh, and
2: it's be it's not because you're reusing it. It's because you are making it better. That's yeah. part of it too. So for example, if we're doing a weekend, I don't know about you, like my hour will be similar for the, that entire weekend, a hundred percent. And no, it, it's unusual for people to come to multiple shows on mm-hmm. the same weekend, right. the same person. And if they did, they, I think most of the time expect that you're going to have a similar set. Not all like I'll never have exactly the same show. I might say something, I say stuff differently most of the time, but, like, the, the bones will be the same. Right. And then, of course, different stuff happens in the crowd. It's never going to be the same, the same. But material-wise, it's not uncommon to use a similar version of your set.
1: Right. Yeah, I, exactly. I mean, you're always tightening, um, I think, you know, trying to tell the same joke in a slightly different way to see if you can improve it mm-hmm. or add something to it or connect it better to the next thing. I I think the a stand up act should be sort of a living thing, um, an amorphous thing, and uh, just allow it to change and and improve, hopefully. And frankly, you can't do it the exact same way each time because I find if I the the if I tell a joke the same way a certain number of times, I get sick of it. Totally. Then if I get sick of it, the audience somehow innately it's, it's senses. Amazing.
2: I always wonder how they've discovered that. They're like,
1: you don't believe that anymore. <laughs> right. We can tell you've said that a thousand times and yeah, so we're not buying it and uh
2: it's like using a pickup line with confidence versus using it without confidence.
1: Bingo. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kinda crazy. Um so yeah, that's that.
2: Um yeah. And also like this is the thing too. Like different comedians have different styles with this kind of stuff. In New York City, we're typically doing shorter sets than we're doing on the road. So like you know 15 minutes i would say is probably like average if you're like doing it at a club mm-hmm. and some comedians will do the same set for a very long amount of time totally. and others won't i definitely mix it up um but it'll depend so like for a week or two i'll like really like a certain set and i'll be mm-hmm. doing some version of that and slowly over time it just evolves one thing goes in one thing comes out before you know it, it's a completely different set mm-hmm. and um it's interesting it's i mean and, and it's it's, it's interesting that like, people don't just know that. I need to remind myself that like, things that are obvious to me as a comedian are not obvious to people in general. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, good question.
1: Cool. Um, okay. Uh, facts with Ryan, facts, facts with, with Ryan. Ryan. Were they lying? Facts with Ryan. <laughs> have a couple today. Couple today. Yeah. Bullet trains. The max speed. On average, is 185 to 200 miles per hour. I was way off. Still crazy. I what? said You said 250 okay. or something. And then right? I think I went up to 300. What was that like? Like, what did you see? It's cool. It's cool. It's fast. Does video do it justice, or is that something you need to experience? Um, you, <laughs> you do. It's cool to experience. It's a little spooky. You can't like when you get up to walk to the cafe car you know you're 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 moving around a little interesting it's not super smooth interesting um but it's smooth enough and it gets you a long way in a very short period of time yeah because then we we did the sleeper train back and as we said that was 17 hours and we weren't like going super slowly on that you know but uh the bullet train just was like such an absurd speed. Yeah. Dude, yeah. there's
2: a really fun, like, luxury railway in Iran that I think would be a fun way to see the country. where that's like cool. you have like your own little apartment on the channel. That's Whatever. It's cool. Side down. All um, right. Awesome, bro. G, where can um, we find you? November twelfth, uh, Blind Pig Ann Arbor. I think that's this weekend. Uh, would love to see you there. Uh and then November twenty sixth, the Den Theater in Chicago. Uh, looking forward to that. Those tickets may not last very long. Uh recommend getting them while you can. And uh, that's it. Cool.
1: You? I've got my tour coming up. Um, that will go on sale at some point in the nearish future. Just stay tuned. Keep you posted. Hope to see some of you out there. Thanks, guys.